Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, and welcome to another edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. I am your host, Kim Martin Raymond. I'm a minister, spiritual life coach, author, and founder of Redefining You LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. Welcome again to this edition of the How Now podcast. And if you are a new listener, welcome to the How Now family. Please go over to www.hownowpodcast.com. Click on your favorite podcast platform and join us in our shows in review. And also make sure that you click like, follow, and share and subscribe so that you know when the shows are airing each week. Or you can click on the banner and like, follow, and share us on the YouTube, How Now, on the How Now <laughs> YouTube channel. So again, that's www.hownowpodcast.com. Join us and listen in. So let's dive into today's show. In today's show, we're calling Mass Together America, a call to activism. And my guest who is here today is no stranger to the How Now podcast. This is her third appearance on the show. And as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to have her to introduce herself at this time. Hello, it's such an honor to be here. Uh, thank you, Minister Kim, for giving me a chance to be part of this. Um, I, I am a pro-mask, pro-vaccine um, activist. I founded MaskTogetherAmerica.org. Uh, we are a group of um, activists that support public health. And we created this um, really creative um, social media awareness campaign to encourage people to get vaccinated, wear the mask, so we can stop the spread. We have been doing this since um, May 2020. Yes. Um, that's the, you know, it's the start of the pandemic when we don't even have vaccines at that time. Mm -hmm. And we had a shortage of um, PPE um, and lots of people lost their lives because of that reason. Mm -hmm. um, mass work and, you know, mass safe lives and our frontline really need everyone to stay safe, uh, wear the mask, stop the spread, so we can end this global pandemic. Yes, yes. Her name is Julie Lamb. <laughs> yes, I forgot you know, to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and and I live in New York City. Yes, yeah, she's in New York City, my hometown. And so, you know, I'm always like, shout out to New York City, Queens, New York, St. Albans in the house. <laughs> but yes, we're just happy to have you here. We're happy that you're here, Julie, and that you are back. And like I said, you've been on the show previously to talk about Mask, Mask Together America and about the campaign and the importance of wearing masks. And we know that, uh, you know, the mask mandate has been lifted. And we've seen a lot of people traveling, you know, I travel for business myself and, you know, have been on planes and going back and forth and have noticed people who are still wearing masks and some who are not. But like I said, it's a call to activism because this pandemic is not over and it's still important that we do continue to mask up. And so let's talk a little about a bit about 
your experience, your experiences so far, and uh, you know what you've seen since the mandate has been lifted. Well, at this point, um, we are talking about, you know, you can find yourself wearing a mask, but the only person in the entire supermarket right. or in a in a train cars, even is packed with people in rush hour, uh, you could be the only one wearing a mask. And so you what are we gonna do now? Right. And at the same time, you know. I live in New York City. Right. This is the tourist destination. We have right. travelers coming from all over the world. Right. Testing, pre-testing is really important. Yes. But we have lifted that too. Right. Right. Removing testing for um, tourists coming into the country really endanger people who are immunocompromised. Right. And lots of people don't even know that they are at risk. Right. Right. And it's all people about- People are like, not aware of that. Yeah. And it's all about protection. You know, I, I know that, you know, as, as a part of Mass Together America, you know, it's pro-mask and it's pro-vaccination and boosters and things of that nature, because, you know, to me, it's all about layers of protection so that if we are in a position where we are exposed, you know, that, that we're in, in the, the best condition or the best space to be able to, to fight, you know, the symptoms, you know, that, that come with it, you know, cause we have people who are long haulers. We have people like you said, who, who are, you know, compromised people who, you know, may have mild symptoms to people who have severe, uh, symptoms that last for for several years you know you and i know people who have have been long haulers who have have uh you know contracted covid and are still reeling from the effects so you know it's important that that we establish or reestablish those layers of protection again correct i think one thing for sure that people have to understand is our body is unique everyone has different situation to deal with and some people cannot develop adequate immunity because of their age, because of their medical condition. And these people are vulnerable. Right. So that's why we need to mask up. Yeah. When we wear our mask, even if you're vaccinated, even if you're boosted, you can still get it. Right. You're vaccinated, you still got uh, you are still exposed and you still get sick right. and you can spread it to someone else. Right. And there are people that are not vaccinated yet. And, and even if you are vaccinated, you need the booster right. to really have the enough protection. Right. I was exposed, um, in December, mm -hmm. um, during the Omicron wave, mm -hmm. I always wear my mask. And the only time I you know, let my guard down was I listened to the advisory that it's okay together with your family right. uh, during the holiday time. We finally get most people vaccinated. My family were all vaccinated. Um, but one of my family members was asymptomatic mm -hmm. and I, got, I was exposed. Right. And at that time, I was waiting to get my booster. I had my appointment set up. 
because I'm young. I have to wait my turn. So I got my booster shot. Then the next day I tested positive. It was very strange. The whole experience was that um, I got very sick because I have, I never realized that I was vulnerable until then. I have an autoimmune disorder for my kidneys. Mm. Uh, it's called IgA nephropathy. Mm -hmm. um, and this is an incurable, invisible disease mm -hmm. where my kidneys can react to um, COVID uh, very severely because it get my immune system to go into overdrive. Mm -hmm. So it caused the kidneys to leak blood and protein into the urine. And it, it flare up, the, the, my kidneys flare up and um, it was, I have burning pain. Wow. Um, at night, I was unable to sleep because um, I wasn't able to breathe. Wow. I wasn't able to lie down and it lasted for five consecutive, consecutive, consecutive days. Wow. In a serious insomnia. Mm. And then meanwhile, the world said that Omicron is very mild. Uh, people said they got it and, you know, because they're boosted, they, uh, they recovered very quickly. And we're talking about Paxlovid. And I was very lucky because of uh, my immunocompromised state due to the autoimmune disorder. My doctor was able to get me the Paxlovid. I was treated. Mm -hmm. But even then, I remember the experience vividly, wow. how I was unable to sleep for five nights. Wow. And I was extremely tired. And um, now <clears throat> I, my medication to treat my kidney disease uh, have up a stage. I've mm -hmm. gone from stage one to stage two now. Oh, wow. Um, so people talk about COVID um, that has the power to damage organs. Yes. Including your heart, your brain, um, and kidneys. And so I am a good example yeah. for people to understand that the risk is high. So yeah. why should we take this risk and right. remove the mask? Right. The variance is like evolving. The yeah. virus is mutating. We have no idea which direction this variance is going. Right. Right. And, and the virus is spreading all over the world. Right. And like you There's said, there's so you don't much unknown. Yeah. You don't know how it's going to affect, you know, each individual. And so, you know, any, any, to me, any layers of protection that we can establish are going to, to help us, you know, and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm glad that you shared your story and I will in turn share mine because, you know, it's important for people to understand that this is still something that's ongoing. You, uh, you know, experienced your, your, uh, you know, you tested positive in December. You know, as of the recording of this show, I tested positive. I am, I am, have a, uh, I tested positive for COVID. 
right at the recording of this show. So I found out just a few days ago that I tested positive for COVID. Now I travel for work. I wear my mask. I am vaccinated. I have I had um, my second booster just two weeks ago, and I was exposed. You know, and and now I, I like I said, I tested positive. My symptoms were were mild. I had a severe sore, sore throat for the first day, and then the subsequent days after the two days after, it's gotten it, it lessened, and now it's not existing at all. I'm able to talk without coughing, as you can hear, and uh, you know, it's just <coughs> excuse me as I cough, <laughs> but but you know, my family has tested negative. And, uh, you know, I was on a plane. I was in Florida. I came back and just my throat was feeling scratchy as I was exiting the plane. And then I began to quarantine and realized that I tested positive. But like, uh, like Julie says, it's important for us to remember that, you know, if these layers of protection were not in place, I don't know what the severity could have been because I'm, di- I'm type 2 diabetic. I think uh, uh, another thing that was, uh, you know, that has been in my favor is because I have been on this wellness journey and I've recently lost 61 pounds. And so I've been eating properly and exercising and making sure that, you know, I'm masking up and that I've taken the precautions that I can, you know, but it's so important for me. I wear a mask, you know, because my grandbaby lives with me, you know, and I had to make sure that, you know, she's only four years old. I needed to make sure that she wasn't compromised, okay? I am a trainer. I work in in, uh, daycare settings, you know, doing trainings. I have to make sure that I'm not exposing the staff there or the children to anything. So it's important that I wear a mask. When I train, I wear a mask. When I do anything, I wear a mask because I know that it's important that even though the the, uh, effects have not severely you know, damaged anything in my body thus far, okay? That doesn't mean that I can't pass that on to someone else, that I can't pass that on to my grandbaby and that she can't be affected by that or that my husband who is a cancer survivor can't be affected by that. You know, it's not just for myself, it's for those around me too who may have an adverse effect. So just like, just like Julie said, it's important that we continue to mask up and to, to, you know, stop the, the spread of, you know, the, 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 uh, you know, or the transmission of, of the disease to, to set to people who are around us. It's not just about us. It's about those who are around us who are in contact with us, you know, so you know, we want to have that moment of transparency to share and talk about how it can affect some severely and it can affect some mildly, but it doesn't mean that it's still not out there and that it, that it can't happen. Here it is. I've made it almost three years and had no symptoms, no anything. And then all of a sudden I tested positive. It can happen. It still can happen today. It's not over. And I also think that what makes COVID, this virus, dangerous is because um, reinfection happens. Yes. Some people cannot develop the immunity. They get COVID again and again. Mm. And 
that's a phenomenon that makes this virus like very smart. Yeah. And also people who are asymptomatic that are exposed can still spread the virus. And who are these people that are most vulnerable? Those are people who have underlying medical condition. Right. Those are people who are elderly people. They cannot develop the immunity that they need to protect themselves. And so that's why we see hospitalization for elderly people much higher than younger people. Yeah. As a society, we can't give up on a, this large group of people. Right. We are talking about millions of people who are immunocompromised we are talking about millions of people who are elderly citizens. Right. And COVID share, like spread through shared air. Yeah. Air filtration and ventilation is really important, but we don't really have like any standard or guidelines set up for building owners and operators today. Right, right. We walk into a building, the infrastructure could be very old and the air is not filtered. Right. So it's much safer to wear a mask to protect yourself and your loved ones, right. to protect your own family members. Like in my family, I got sick. My son was mild like have mild symptom my husband tested negative see this is a this is what my, this virus is about it's not going to affect everyone right. equally but guess what my son and my husband they wear their mask every single day they they want to make sure they don't get covid and then when they see me and give it to me right. that's what love is about you That's care right. about the other person. You sacrifice your, you know, comfort and freedom because you want to make sure you protect that person. Right. You want that person to be around. It really sucks to be immunocompromised. Yeah. Every day I, I work in person as a photographer. I take mass portrait on the street. I've been doing that since the beginning of the pandemic. Yes. My heart was to help support the frontline. I use my creative skill. And today I needed people to see me, right. to hear my story. Right. Right. It's really strange to be vulnerable. Right. I really appreciate when people put on their mask around me and that they know I'm at risk. Right. Right. I would love to hear my doctor saying that you don't need to wear your mask anymore, but that's not the case. Right. My doctor reminded me, my nephrologist reminded me to take precautions. I have to measure the risk. Mm -hmm. But does that mean that I have to give up my work? Does that mean that I cannot serve the society anymore? No, I refuse to give up this, this work. Mm -hmm. I cannot give it up. It's important work. 
it's necessary work. And that's why we're doing this show and to talk about that. It's about activism. It's about making sure that, you know, that, you know, even though it seems as though some are going against the grain, that we still continue to set the example and to, to let people see that it is important to wear the mask. That's what the transparency and that's what talking about this and, and creating platforms like this is all about. It's about making sure that people are, are cognizant and aware that, that the pandemic is not going anywhere. And, and in our haste to get back to quote unquote normal, we're putting ourselves at a greater risk by not you know, enforcing those layers of protection that are going to, to allow us to be able to get to a space where, where you know, the, the virus isn't spreading rampantly. You know, the hot, it's, it's summertime. People are going to be going to the beach. People are going to be barbecuing, you know, for, for the holidays, for the 4th of July, for all of the, the um, <coughs> excuse me, holidays that are coming up. People are going to be gathering. And it's so important to remember that these are the times when everyone is together in that shared air and that shared space that the virus can develop that people can test positively because we're, we're in those spaces that, that are, you know, prime for, for, the, for, the, uh, for COVID to spread. So we have to keep, you know, we have to keep being in a space of, of advocating for ourselves, for our families, for those around us, for those who are, you know, immunocompromised, you know, because it's it's not going to end if we are, if we are you know just going to continue to let it run rampant. You right, know? the whole world seems to be moving on. Yes, but people who are suffering from COVID, the long haulers, and people who are suffering from chronic illnesses cannot. Right, right. it's not over for any of us. Right. And guess what? We need to stay protected. We cannot follow the rest of the world and unmask. We must stay protected because right. this is about life and death. Right. Once you lose your health, you can't get it back. That's I right. work with long haulers, um, interviewing them for stories that I shared on Mass Together America. Mm-hmm. I have interviewed hundreds of COVID survivors. Yeah. Some people they have symptoms that started two years ago. Right. They still cannot get it, get their health back. They are disabled by the virus. Right. COVID can also damage people's immune system. Mm -hmm. The original strains very strong. And now these new strains, it's really an unknown because we don't know the harm they can due to our bodies. And for people who already have health conditions, we must protect ourselves and we must advocate for ourselves. We must advocate for the community. We need to share mass portraits on social media. Why should we do that? Because we can normalize masking. We can help people feel better about wearing their masks to stay safe. 
we are not alone in here. I get lots of people writing comments and letters to me saying that they're still wearing masks, but they're the only person in a lot of situations, in a lot of indoors spaces, even at work. But guess what? Don't just write to me. Share your mask portrait, share your story on social media. Let people see you, let people understand your situation. Yeah. There are millions of us yeah. that are immunocompromised, that are fighting invisible medical, medical condition, right. chronic illnesses. Right. We have the rights to protect our health. We are not invisible. No, we're not. We're not. And just like you said, there are millions out there and, and you know, to, to even look behind her, those who can, who are watching this on, on the YouTube channel, uh, you know, she has a, uh, a whole mural behind her of pictures of people wearing masks and talking about the importance of, of, of masking up and showing that, you know, they are that person in their community. And even if it's just a person, even if it's just one person, like you said, one person turns into two, turns into three, because we're all connected because through, through you know, the, the degrees of separation, we all know someone who has been affected by COVID, someone who has passed on, someone who has, is a long hauler, somebody who has had it, whether it was mild symptoms or not. You know, it is so important that, you know, we stay connected by that. And remember that, you know, this is something that has touched people all around the world. And it's so important that we, we continue to, you know, forge ahead in this effort and that we show people that even with the mild symptoms, that we still continue to mask up because it doesn't mean that for the next person, it'll be mild, you know? And COVID can affect anyone of any ages. That's right. Like, look at me, I'm not that old. And I am in a compromise. On the train, someone could be sitting next to me without a mask. That person doesn't know that. Why? You, you don't know that this person can be immunocompromised. Right. Right? right. I, in my building, five workers got COVID. Wow. And many of them also got it twice. We lost one worker, only 39 years old. This young man has pancreatitis. That's his underlying health condition. Otherwise, he's a basketball player. He's very athletic, super handsome. Mm -hmm. I used to make him ribs <laughs> and like, he's just a great guy. Yeah. We lost him to COVID. Wow. We lost him to COVID complication. He was out for four months. Wow. He came back, worked for some time, and then he didn't wake up one morning and he died. Wow. We don't know. He was only 39. He was going to get married. He had a future yeah. waiting for him, but he lost his life. Right. And we're talking about people with underlying condition. He was only 39. Right. And just like you said, when you speak about that, that's important for people to remember as well, Julie. When we talk about people who don't, who have underlying medical conditions that they didn't even know that they had, it's so important 
that we go to our doctors, you know, our, our, our physicians and find out, you know, just make sure that we're, we're taking our um, annual, you know, going to our annual appointments and finding out because we don't want to find out when we're, when we're, uh, when we uh, test positive for COVID that we've had all of these things that lay dormant in us. And that's the danger of COVID. You know, it, it unearths things in our bodies that, that, you know, were laying dormant that we didn't even know we had. And, and it, it seems like it aggressively attacks that. And then the next thing you know, you know, we're in a position where we're compromised and we, we had no idea. And that's why it's so important to make sure that you're, you're going and having your, your, you know, annual wellness checks and that you're making sure that, that you're taking care of yourself, you know, so, so there's so much more that goes to it. It's, it's taking care of our bodies. It's making sure that we mask up. It's making sure that we get vaccinated and that we're doing all that we can do to fight COVID if it comes knocking on our door. Just like you said, we, we took the precautions and we were still exposed, you know, and we were able to, to recover, you know, but there are some who won't. And so why take the risk? You know, if and, there are, and we also need to talk about is the world is not fair. We have to talk about people who are uninsured, people who are underinsured, people who are frontline workers that cannot get paid sick leaves, people who are concerned about their health but they have no access to health care or good health care or good doctors. Right. A lot of people have to go to the emergency room whenever they're sick because they don't have proper insurance. Right. Yeah. And those are the people also at risk. They might not be immunocompromised, but they couldn't get the care they need. Right. And that mask may be the only thing that can, can be a barrier for them if they can't get vaccinated there needs to be a layer of protection for them as well. We need to do better as a society to make sure the healthcare is equal, right. that we take care of everyone. It's not gonna go away. It's not gonna go That's away. That's not the case. <laughs> it's not the case, you're right. You're right. We are at risk and, and, and you know, it's, it's not something that's going to go away. And we can't just go back to quote unquote normal, like, you know, those who are, are, are in, in the government, I think, you know, think it is not a matter of trying to say, oh, we're, we, we've been victorious over this. How, if it's still continuing to spread, how are we, how, how have we defeated it? You know, and, and we haven't, we have to continue to, to advocate for, for those around us, like you said, for ourselves, for our families, and for our communities, you know, and how do we do this? By continuing to mask up, by continuing to take those steps to create layers of protection for ourselves, and everyone is not going to agree, you know, this, this uh, pandemic has divided families, has divided communities, has, you know, made it difficult, you know, for those who are in our areas of government to, to be able to find a, a, a common ground for everyone to, to agree upon it because it's, it's so divisive because it, it, it attacks in so many different ways. 
that people are just not sure what to do, you know, but, but to do nothing is not the answer either. We have to continue to, to take the steps to, you know, eradicate this. And the only way we can do that is to, to make sure that we are protecting ourselves in the best way that we can, you know, and it begins, you know, for some with this, with just a mask, you know, and I know you have your mask there, Julie, if you could show them your mask that you have that, uh, you know, you wear on, uh, when you go on, uh, your flights, you have your mask that you wear. Yep. If uh -huh. I am going to take a trip mm -hmm. on a flight and spend hours sharing air with people, I wear this. And she's got a lovely mask there. Yeah, but I painted this to make it's it. Beautiful. It's beautiful. To show my patriotism. Yes, yes. She has on this like red, white, and blue. Some of you aren't able to see it. It's almost like Captain America looks a little bit like I love it. But yep. yeah. This yeah. is Elastomeric. <laughs> I can talk about this for a bit. So let me take off my mask and explain this properly. Uh-huh. So elastomeric masks are designed mostly for medical people, uh -huh. medical uh, professional, because they use filter that can last for a year and they are N95 to N100, mm -hmm. like is double filtration. Mm -hmm. And the mask casing, you can wash it, it disinfected after every use nice. and it can last forever very protective and very breathable nice you can actually breathe really properly with an elastomeric mask and it and it seal the face oh, nice. very very well i want to say is wearing a mask having a lot of gaps or some people wear it not properly like under the nose or mm -hmm. on the chin does not mean you're wearing a mask because air can still get through. And some of the N95 masks are very hard to breathe through. So for frontline workers who has to deal with like more high risk situation, because you don't know who has COVID um, and you have to wear your mask all day is difficult. Yes. So we need to normalize wearing more protective PPE. Right. And I highly recommend wearing elastomeric mask. There are a lot of different brands out there. This one is made by Dentec. And I just want to say is protect yourself. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I am not just an activist to raise awareness. I need to protect my own life. I can't go get COVID again. My kidney's disease has gone from stage one to stage two. That's a wake up call. Yes. For me. I want to be around. But at the same time, I'm not giving up on my job. Right. The world would they say, oh, immunocompromised people, go away. You're invisible to us. Guess what? There are plenty of frontline workers that are immunocompromised. 
we cannot just put all of these people somewhere else. That's right. That's right. You're all still here and you're we still are part doing of the, the society. Work. That's right. And we love to contribute to the society. We need to be around other people. So policymaker needs to think about, you know, when they make policies, think about this group of people. It's really crazy to remove the pretesting requirement for international tourists. It makes no sense at all. It's going to continue to spread. Yeah. So it's important. And we need to keep advocating for ourselves to let the world know that we exist and that it's not okay to let the virus spread rampantly. We need to understand the science. I'm not a scientist, but there are plenty of information out there that you can read. Experts are not hiding or burying the information. You can get access to all this information from everywhere. We can all get educated and protect ourselves. Right. Well, Julie, I want you to tell people how they can get in contact with you, how they can join the Mask America, I mean, Mask Together America campaign. We're also going to have some links when we air the show where they can read stories about, you know, things that are going on around the world. And, and uh, Julie shares her story in one of her articles, and we're going to make sure that we post that as well. So give them the uh, website that they can go to for Mass Together America? Oh, um, well, if you want to um, uh, join our campaign or uh, check it out, you can uh, just go to Instagram and Facebook. Uh, very easy, just type in Mass Together America. Um, I recently wrote a, a story in April uh, about my, um, you know, experience getting COVID. And I shared my story on Medium. Um, so um, I hope everyone will go and read my story. Yes, we'll definitely put the link in for that. And again, that's Instagram and Facebook and just go to Mass Together America and be a part of the campaign. This is a call to, uh, to activism. This is a call for people to continue to wear masks and to be able to reach out to your representatives and talk about the importance of masking up, the importance of continuing to, you know, make sure that we are, you know, pro-vaccination, that we are pro, you know, boosters, and that we're looking to, you know, continue efforts to, you know, put this, this uh, you know, pandemic at bay and not to continue to have it run rampant. You know, the more the more exposure we get, the more variants come, and we never know what those variants are going to look like or how they're going to manifest, you know, once someone is infected. So it's important that we continue to mask together America. So Julie, do you have any last words for our listeners before we head out <laughs> at the end of the show? Well, I just want everyone to um, be aware be mindful of others. And also it's 
summertime, you know, uh, outdoor activities would definitely be safer than indoor activities. I definitely go outdoor dining now. You know, um, if I go to a restaurant, I'll make reservation to sit outside. Right. It's much safer. And I hope that, you know, um, in the future, we'll be much more prepared, improve, like we have better improvement of the ventilation and uh, air filtration system yeah. uh, in all the buildings so that the indoor environment will be much safer uh, for everyone. That's it. That's it. So you have heard it here. Julie, thank you again for being a guest on our show, for sharing your heart, for sharing your story, and for sharing this wonderful mission that you are on to Mass Together America. So make sure that you go to Facebook, make sure that you go to Instagram and go to Mass Together America and join the campaign. Be an activist with us, work with us, you know, post your pictures with your mask on showing, you know, that, that you are, you know, seeking to, to be proactive and in fighting against this COVID pandemic. Again, Julie, thank you so much for being here. You know, you're always yes, you are always welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome. Yeah, it is my pleasure, my absolute pleasure. And that will do it for this edition of the How Now podcast. And until we see you the next time, we say mask up and we say peace.